learning this, that this was my shadow, really enabled me to change those behaviors, to see that it wasn't wrong if people didn't open up the way I did. They were probably living based off of their own shadow. But it's not up to me to judge that. When we operate from shadow, we're fully operating from a them versus us mentality, from she does this, which I don't like, and he said that, which I don't like about him, yada, yada. But if we want to be aligned, integrated beings, connected to our true selves, our dharma, the truth of who we are, and move more deeply into our spiritual practice, we need to remember interconnectedness. Welcome back to Reconditioned. I'm so happy to have you here. If you are a regular listener, thank you for coming back and letting Reconditioned be your one-stop shop for all things holistic wellness and growth. And if you're new here, that's exactly what this podcast is about. It's about being a hub for absolutely everything that comes under the title of wellness, which really is everything, because what are we without wellness? So that's health optimization, spirituality, conscious parenting, emotional work, mental health, and even business, because the way we run our businesses and the way we show up at work also contributes to our wellness and that of the collective. So that's what this podcast is for. When I was deep in my journey of trying to get myself from disability to wellness, it was so hard for me because I was looking in so many directions and also at a time where there was such limited access to resources. 21 years ago when I set out on my journey to heal myself, it was a really hard slog, which is why it took me 10 whole years to get myself into a place of complete homeostasis from when I first started trying to when it fully took root and had no symptoms of autoimmune arthritis anymore. Now disclaimer, I'll always have an underlying autoimmune disease so if anything stresses my body too much I will feel it more than others, my knee might swell or I might just feel exhausted which sometimes happens. After I had my kids I had actual arthritis flare-ups but All that just reminds me how important it is to stay committed to my journey of wellness. Anyway, so for me, it took 10 years and millions of resources and thousands and thousands of pounds that I didn't have. But for you, it is all here in one place. So welcome. The advice I get asked for probably more than anything else is supplements. Where do I get my high quality supplements? I am so particular about my supplements and I research every single ingredient right down to what the capsule shell is made of, which is why my clients trust my recommendations so much. Now, because I'm super picky, I get all my supplements from Amrita Nutrition and I found them about a decade ago because they were the only UK stockist to stock seeking health products which were developed specifically for MTHFR And I've stayed with them ever since because they literally stock the absolute highest quality brands from all over the world, like Moss Nutrition, Quicksilver, Apex, and so many others that I love. And I know that anything I get from them is going to be the utmost highest quality. They also offer personal support at every stage from their customer care team and in-house nutritional practitioners. So you can order using practitioner invite code Lauren, which will get you 10% off all supplements, which will be applied to every order once you've set up an account. And you can also create your own protocols once you've set up an account, which is pretty cool. And I've gone ahead and created a collection of 
all my favorite supplements with Amrita, which you can find in the show notes or on my website. Otherwise, just visit amritanutrition.co.uk and don't forget to use code Lauren for 10% off. Thank you so much to Amrita for supporting our mission here at Reconditioned. Okay, so anyone on my Recondition Your Life Academy knows how much I talk about shadow work, how integral I think it is to our journeys of growth. I truly believe, more than that, I have a deep inner knowing of the truth that we can literally not elevate on our conscious evolution without shadow work. So why? So for those who are new to shadow work, I'll start from the basics here and lead up into the deep stuff. So the shadow is the psychological term for all the things we can't see in ourselves. So it's a part of ourselves that we can't, that we can't or don't want to see. And usually it's the parts we've been told or shown not to be. So an example of this would be that if as a child you grew up in a family who weren't great at or didn't approve of being too open with feelings. You'd grow up believing that not showing your feelings, not speaking your truth, not gaining access to your emotions is the right and acceptable way to behave. So you would mold yourself to be like this. And that's how you'd show up in the world. Not intentionally, not consciously. It's just what children do. Now, genetically, ancestrally, we're wired to want to fit in with the tribe. Our survival depended on being accepted by the tribe. So our brains evolved to make this happen. So we behave based on the accepted familial narrative. Of course, some children don't. And whether you did or whether you didn't, you would have suffered emotionally and spiritually as a result. Now, if you did mold yourself to fit into what was shown to you was acceptable, you lost your authenticity as a result. And a lot of what you might be feeling now as an adult with not knowing yourself fully, never fully knowing who you are or what you like or what you enjoy, never feeling that you found your people or that you fit in, all of this is because you never stepped into the true authentic you. You might feel authentic, You might feel that you are authentic, but without uncovering all of those little familial foibles that shape us, I guarantee you are not living authentically. So that's how it affected you if you did mold yourself to your family's expectations. And if you didn't, you would have been known as the black sheep of the family, the one who was never fully understood. You probably grew up never feeling validated. So you grew up never feeling fully accepted and maybe not even feeling unconditionally loved by your family, which then of course breeds a lot of issues later on. Something that has always been a bit of a challenge for me and I know it is to most people I speak to is fitting in the time for all the spiritual and self-development practices I wanna do. You know, I'd like to meditate and do breath work and yoga and walk in nature and connect with my guides and journaling and so much more, all the things every day. But we can't do all the things every day. I'm a mom, I run a business. And even as someone who really does put this stuff first, it's pretty impossible to fit it all in. So the one thing that's really helped me over the past year is the Sensate. It is a piece of health tech that fits in the palm of your hand. And it basically sends infrasonic waves 
through the chest to activate the vagus nerve and calm the autonomic nervous system. And you use it while playing the specially composed audio within the app. It's actually pretty genius. And honestly, at the moment with my days being more full on than they've ever been, using the Sensate is really the one thing that I know will work on so many aspects of my well-being at once. So even if I haven't had time to do any other practices during the day, I lie down at night and I use the Sensate for 10 to 20 minutes before I sleep. And it reduces cortisol levels. It calms my brainwave states. It gives me great optimized sleep. It calms anxiety. And because of how it activates the vagus nerve, it deepens my meditation. So I can kind of do all that in one go. And I also take it everywhere with me. So if I've got 10 minutes in the car while I'm waiting for the school gates to open, I can just do it then without the pressure of knowing that meditation would be a bit challenging when I'm probably in heightened brainwave states at that point. So for me generally, it's been pretty life-changing. And if what I spoke about resonates with you at all, you can get £30 off the Sensate by visiting getsensate.com and using code Lauren30. That's G-E-T-S-E-N-S-A-T-E.com. Lauren 30. Thank you so much to Sensate for supporting our mission here at Reconditioned. Now how this shows up later is by how you show up in the world and how you judge others. And observing the latter is the best way to get to your own shadow aspects. So mine, for example, one of mine is the opposite of the example I gave earlier. So my family said it all. I mean all, no matter how anyone was feeling, whether within the family or anyone else who had done or said something, all of it was said openly. And that end of the spectrum isn't that healthy either because sometimes some things just don't need to be said, right? And it's all about compassion and balance. So I grew up thinking that anyone who didn't speak openly or was really private with their thoughts or their feelings was wrong. So in disagreements with my friends when I was a teenager and in my early 20s, I'd just say it so bluntly and not understand why that was met with such shock and horror. I would literally say anything I felt about someone, which really is just awful. Like Some of the things I said I regret so much now, but I didn't know any different. I thought that's just what you did. Learning this that this was my shadow really enabled me to change those behaviors, to see that it wasn't wrong if people didn't open up the way I did. They were probably living based off of their own shadow. But it's not up to me to judge that. And it's also not up to me to speak to people with anything other than compassion and understanding. So have a think about people you know who say anything to people, please, who never open up, only have surface conversations, who speak too openly, who need everything to be said, people who get jealous easily or offend easily, or any of the multitude of behaviors we exhibit, and think about how this could be their shadow. Now think about you. Think about the behaviors you feel are part of who you are and how they actually might be shadow. That's where you'll start getting to know yourself. And even just a little example to get the cogs turning is that anytime our kids shout too loud, both me and my husband have these horrible reactions. We cannot hear the shouting. We literally can't deal with it. 
Now, for my part, it's because I grew up in a really shouty house. So it's a trauma response. And from my husband's part, he had the opposite. So he grew up thinking shouting of any kind is not okay. But more than that, he's had to learn how to accept my sacred rage. When I have rage towards something that it's okay to have rage towards, an expression of that rage, right? He finds it really hard because he grew up without the tools to manage any big emotions on either end of the spectrum. So when we have a disagreement, he has to work really hard to not walk away if I get passionate and fiery. This is shadow. That's what shadow is. Now I go deeper into the basics of shadow work and understanding that on episode 85, all about judgment, and also a bit on episode 80, mastering triggers like a pro. And of course, we have a whole module dedicated to shadow healing on the academy, But here I want to go a little bit deeper, and I mean super deep and esoteric with shadow. So buckle up. So assuming you're listening to this having a little bit of an understanding of shadow work and your own shadow aspects, when we understand shadow, we can start looking at how shadow is affecting us on a spiritual psychic level because shadow puts us into separation. When we operate from shadow, We're fully operating from a them versus us mentality, from she does this, which I don't like, and he said that, which I don't like about him, yada, yada. But if we want to be aligned, integrated beings, connected to our true selves, our dharma, the truth of who we are, and move more deeply into our spiritual practice, we need to remember interconnectedness. The idea that we're all separate beings puts us back into separation. But we're not separate to each other. Any spiritual teaching you ever learn about shows us about non-duality, that there is no separation. We're made from the same particles of creation and exist as part of the same entity within the same consciousness. Which means that you judging another person is you seeing them as separate to yourself. If you judge them, they're not part of you, but they are part of you. If you judge someone and see them separate to you, you're not living in truth, in in authenticity, because you're not seeing yourself as the truth of who and what you are, and you're not seeing yourself in them. When you judge them, you're not loving yourself or them. And I always remember this quote by Martha Teresa, If you judge someone, you cannot love them. That was something that I always held really close when I was going deep into my journey of growth, when I was that angry teenager, angry in my 20s, you know, like I mentioned earlier, and having disagreements with friends, and I would always come back to, if you judge them, you cannot love them. And the more work I do in my spirituality practice, the more I understand what Mother Teresa meant by this. If you want to be integrated, and elevate yourself on the spiritual evolution, you have to be able to love everyone. You have to be able to see yourself reflected in them. Because here's the thing, and this gets really deep now, everything you judge in someone else is only a reflection of what you're not accepting in yourself. Because we all have the capacity to be narcissists. We all have the capacity to be compassionate. We all have the capacity to be murderers. We all have the capacity to be vicious and spiteful and angry and rageful and passionate and secretive and everything else at each end of the spectrum and all the gray in between. 
A behaviour that someone else exhibits that you don't like is simply a reflection of something you're not showing or embodying within yourself. So today I would like to invite you to look, and I mean truly look inside yourself, journal deeply about your shadow aspects, look at what you don't accept in yourself and how you can start integrating your shadow aspects into your authenticity and how you can from there love and accept others more and how that will move you forward in your own conscious evolution. So that is it from me today. Um, and I hope that everything I've just spoken about, and you might need to listen to this a couple of times because <laughs> it does go super deep. Um, but it is really important for your journey of growth to understand shadow and to really get to the bottom of your own shadow. So I hope this has been enlightening for you. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in and for being here with me. I appreciate every single person that listens to one of these episodes. Um, but don't forget, we are on YouTube now, fully videoed in the studio. Um, so if you enjoy watching these on video, I highly recommend going over to my YouTube channel and checking out all these episodes there. And as usual, I would love to ask you to subscribe to this on Apple or iTunes and leave a review and rate, rate, give me a five star rating because, you know, why not? And leave me a lovely review because that really helps us forward this podcast and help more people come to it and um, which helps more people to be more grounded in their own well-being, of course. So thank you once again and I will see you on the next episode. <laughs>